0: Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest joining us. Some of you might be familiar with her. Are you ready? Listen in. Hey, everyone. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery, and I'm here today with Erin Lefebvre from Full Circle Herbals. Hi, Erin.
1: Hello again, everybody. This is not my first time on your podcast. I love it here.
0: (laughs) This is not your first rodeo, nor is it
1: mine. Get ready. It's a rodeo of herbal (laughs) archetypes. (laughs)
0: So today we're going to be talking about herbal archetypes. So I got on this whole kick about like how we as witches are always getting fed all this information about stuff we need, right? So you need that card deck, you need that pendulum, you need these special candles. And I am of the mind that we actually don't need any of that stuff. Although I think that stuff's super cool and I have a lot of it, Uh, (laughs) but we don't need it you you can be a witch without any of those things and um I know Erin has really been exploring archetypes lately uh especially in relationship to herbs and plants right
1: am I getting this right yes
0: and I thought it would be really fun to to hear more about that and about kind of how that ties into witchery and practicing and learning herbalism and all of that so okay ready go (laughs) go start anywhere start at the beginning.
1: Well, I agree with you about how we get caught up in the, the things and the actions that we do and acquire, so that we can be something. I want to be a witch. I want to be a healer. I want to be a priestess. So what do I need to do and what do I need to buy so that I can be that? I look like it on the outside. Um, and I think we really miss a, a key connection to who we are when we always look outside of ourselves for who we ought to be.
0: Dang so. it, sister. That is what's up. <laughs> we are do- we done? Let's go. Done. All right. I think we have podcasted. <laughs> <laughs> We've made our point. Our work here is done. No, but, but there are a lot of different ways to connect to yourself um, mm-hmm. without, you know, having to go purchase some things outside. So Tell tell me about this archetype thing you got going on because I'm I mean I obviously am very interested in archetypes because I'm a therapist and so (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about archetypes in one specific way, um, but you know, especially around like Jungian theory. But I'm I'm curious about kind of your your perspective.
1: Yes, yes, that's a good point. I mean, archetypes are kind of used in multiple frameworks. And so I'm, I love that, that you brought that up, Emily. Um, so the archetypes for me are about like the herbal pathway. Um, and as I've been on my herbal pathway, I've often kind of stumbled along because I get caught up in the word herbalist or, Mm -hmm. you know, what am I doing with these plants? Why am I so focused on them? What can I do with it? Is this just a hobby? What am I supposed to, you know, X, Y, and Z just kind of, fumbled along and I think that have if I would have had kind of that I that framework of hey you're you're in like a an archetypal frequency now that's you know has different tools and shadows and challenges and skills that could have kind of helped me not feel like overwhelmed and scattered and all over the place and I think the reason why you know as I had my interest in herbs why I felt kind of out there and alone and not understanding what was happening is because there really wasn't any role models in my life Mm -hmm. that were like a green, witch or a plant priestess or a herbal healer. And sure. I heard the term herbalist, but it, it just made me think of like clinical work too. So what I'm trying to get at here is that I've had these archetypes along my, my journey. And I want to share them with people in a way that hopefully they can embrace Um, because the archetypes are really about embodying them as well. They're actually, for me, the archetypes are useful tools to see what is possible with a healer, what is possible with a plant priestess, but at the same time, how do I embody that? So I don't feel like it's just a kind of an outside godly thing or something that I can never attain to. I actually like to to think of the archetypes, kind of dream them up. Like what would, what does an herbal healer look like to me? And then how do I feel as an herbal healer? What does that feel like in my body? And once you feel that in your body, the idea of what do I need to acquire and what do I need to purchase and how do, you know, what do I need to do that kind of um, softens a little bit because then you are who you are.
0: So really, when we break down the way you're talking about archetypes right now, we're really just talking about aspects. So if we were to look at, you know, an herbalist across the spectrum, there are many facets of herbalism. There's many ways of interacting with the plants. There's many ways of working with the plants. And so when you're talking about archetypes, you're really talking about those, but you're giving them different labels and different sort of um, uh, Oh my gosh. I just lost my word. I was thinking of like characters almost, right? Like, like these, when you're saying embody, I'm picturing like really stepping into a role. What does that feel like in my skin?
1: Yes. Yes. Because people who, when somebody says I like herbs, I like herbal healing. I'm on the herbal pathway that can be many different things. And I like created a quiz to help people and created like a little mini e-course to help people kind of figure that out. Because for me, I always thought, well, if I'm being an herbalist, I have to grow things. I have to make them. I have to know exactly what they do and nobody can do all of those things. And so, um, you know, there's also, you can think of people as makers and, Um, growers, but again, that's things that you do with the plants, but how are you being with the plants? So for me, the archetypes help us, um, help me understand how I'm being with them, how I'm creating a relationship with them. So yes, but you described it very well.
0: Okay. I wish I had taken that quiz before we had this conversation. So I could be like, and this is what I am, but I have, alas, I have not done that.
1: (laughs) So we will get you all situated with that.
0: (laughs) So can you talk about these archetypes? Like what, what they, what characteristics they hold and uh, maybe the way they are interfacing with plants. And let me also just say a super weird thing just happened here. So um, you might've seen me, Erin, kind of look like over to the side, literally like a crystal that was sitting on my desk, just moved over and fell off. Nothing's touching it. Nothing's touching it. Are you having an earthquake, Emily? No, I don't know what's going on. I was like, um, that just happened. Hmm. Anyway, just thought I'd share that with you in this, in this moment and share that with everybody. Weird stuff's happening in my office. What kind of crystal is it? I don't know. It's now on the floor. Oh, it's, uh, it's this. Wow. I, I think it's black tourmaline.
1: Polished. And round um, everybody and round. is around, yeah, yeah. perfectly round.
0: Perfectly round. Amazing. Can you tell
1: where I'm from if I say round? <laughs> <laughs> no. We're getting off okay. on a tangent, Emily.
0: Okay, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Okay. We're gonna reel it back in. Aaron and yeah, I have yeah. a bad habit. I have this bad habit pretty much with everyone. I just like, let's just go where the conversation takes us. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be talking about something. Okay.
1: That's fascinating. Uh, about the, <laughs> no, about the black about the black uh, tourmaline that fell off because it's flat. It's flat. It's, flat. it's not I like I, I thought it'd be a big chunky thing that just kind of. I thought it, it
0: was too, but anyway. Okay, well, that's what happened.
1: So the archetypes. Okay, yes. so the healer. The healer. You, uh, th- you think of like in various aspects. You can be a healer and energy and a healer in medicine, and there's lots of types of healers. So the herbal healer. Is really focused on using the plants to help situations but uh, what happens is most people will think well the, the healer can fix anything mm-hmm. and if you embody the healer and think they have to all fix everything then you kind of feel like well i'll never be a healer but if we realize that the archetype of healer is a little bit broader than that there's a lot more characteristics of a healer. And as our own inner herbal healer, we can help ourselves along the way and not have to always think that the power to heal is outside ourselves. And we don't always have to think about how the power to heal is about fixing. Um, So it's more of a soothing energy of having a healer near you an herbal healer and that herbal healer is yourself you don't have to know everything about the plants you just have to know some things about the plants and so most herbal healers would say well no this a a healer means somebody or is a healer is like fixes everything but really a healer is not there just to fix everything. So when I'm talking about the archetypes as well, I'm also talking about some of the misconceptions that we have about the healer archetype. Mm -hmm. So when I do um, having my Learn Herbal Wisdom with the archetypes webinar coming up, be talking about how when we think of the priestess, think of the witch and the healer, um, there's, there's some things that are kind of foggy for us. We look at them and we think, but I can never be that because... And they're, they're, we have to dispel some of the things that are surrounding it. I know you've probably talked about that with witch. So healer, um, yes, is usually using herbal remedies to soothe. And witch is you, the green witch. And she is growing things, really wants to be on the earth and with stuff in her hands or their hands, I should say, um, and wants to be outside. And the priestess is somebody whose plant priestess is resonating and bringing coherence um, with the plants. Not necessarily necessarily always um, making the herbal remedies, not necessarily growing, although they could, but the priestess really holds the resonance and acts as an intermediary between plants and humans and trying to bridge that gap and also trying to use energy with plants um, to to receive messages.
0: It's really, it really is three totally different ways of connecting with the, well, not totally different. There's a little bit of overlap in all of those, but there is there are really different ways of connecting with the plants. So one is really about knowing or learning how to work with them and be nourished and nurtured by them. One is about more about nurturing the plants, being connected in that way. And then the other one is more of on like a spiritual vibration level of connecting mm-hmm. with the plants. Is this, am I getting this right?
1: Yes. And again, they, they blend together for yeah. sure. They do overlap. But if you think of the archetype as the priestess, you know, we think of it holding the vessel and holding resonance and dropping into deep stillness to be very um, clear on the message mm-hmm. that's, that is coming through now. Certainly the green witch will do that hands-on as well um but yeah they're they all kind of hold a different type of frequency which is I'm holding my hands together for those who can't see I'm holding my hands up and together but with some distance between them because it's like I'm holding a ball of energy um and trying to I wish I could just give you the feeling I have for each archetype so yeah, they're fun to work with. They're really fun to work with. And it I think they really help people to clarify what their plant connection is and to kind of, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to bring the scope down a little bit of, you know, I, I like the herbs, but what, you know, where am I at now with the herbs? What do I want to be really feeling with them? And how do, what do, what am I identifying with in terms of the archetypes? Um.
0: I'm just thinking about how, when you kind of identify where you fall in these categories and then how do you, how do you embody that? How do you bring that to the surface? And I know that you shared a story with me about an experience that you had, um, at a retreat. And and I'm wondering if you would be willing to share that kind of with the audience around being prompted to embody a certain archetype and, um and what oh. that experience was like for you oh good you had the aha moment the i was like primal I not too
1: much away the primal goddess one was that what it was was that the one where they they asked me to embody that yes uh, no they imbi- they asked oh. me to embody the green witch yes yeah, so witch. that's what i witch. thought i was like
0: primal goddess i thought it was a, i thought it was the green witch but yeah,
1: yeah. primal okay. goddess and green witch have some very you know uh, they have some similarities for sure um but yes i was talking about i was actually talking about I was in temple space with priestess presence and we were all going around and working on a spiritual level with our sacred businesses and I was talking about my course Green Witch my Green Witch e-course and they said well could you and because we were talking about it and and they said could you embody it and I was like what what do you mean embody the Green Witch (laughs) gardening e-course and um so they said okay well let's do it you know all these priestesses in circle and somebody started to rattle um and somebody said maybe you should just like get on the ground and crawl so i i was really felt really weird to do but (laughs) as soon as i started to do it like crawled on the ground and i was looking at people moving slowly and um saying things that i thought the green witch would say i think somebody had a bowl in front of them and i i don't remember exactly what i said but i'm I'm going to fill up your bowl with soil and seeds or something like that. And it just kind of felt like, ooh, this feels really good in my body about and and crawling in a circle around everybody with these rattles and stuff going. And so that's what it was like to embody the green witch, really close to the ground and kind of slinky, s- sultry, and not letting. And just speaking whatever came.
0: And once you did that, did you then have a new understanding of what the Witch meant and is?
1: I didn't have an understanding. I had a feeling. So inside of me, I had this feeling that I could go to rather than go there analytically. huh So when they said, you know, what is the Green Witch or what is the Greenwich gardening all about? Rather than trying to go to my head, which I was trying to do before, they said, Well, get in your body and feel it. Right. So then, yeah, it's very earthy feeling and very slow, slowed down my thinking and my moving. Um, yeah, got down to the, got down on my all fours. And so that, that's the, where the primal goddess came in that we were working with too is the primal goddess is very much on the ground and she'll say what she wants to say and lots of fire energy. So, so yeah.
0: Well, I love this story because I think this is really, you know, my, I guess my filter through which I see the world is very somatically based. Like, I feel like when we actually tap into what our bodies are saying, when we tap into that wisdom that lives there and let it connect with an idea or, you know, an energy, we then have access to wisdom in this whole other way. And, um, and I really think that's, that's the heart and soul of, of, being human of being spiritual of being you know whatever your practice might be is is coming into the embodiment of it and so I love this story and I, I guess I really wanted you to tell it because as you're talking about these archetypes, um, I think when somebody can determine sort of where they land, in their archetypal realm and we all have multiple archetypes it's not just one but you can play with the energy of the different ones by embodying them like what how do they move what do they wear what do they say um what sounds are evoke that energy all of that is just so rich and juicy and super freaking magical
1: yeah because we're used to being outside our body on screens thinking about what's next what's coming next what's coming next but who are you like who are you especially on the herbal pathway I see so many people get stuck like I don't have I don't have any more energy to at the end of the day to be an herbal healer to do anything it's like okay but if it was you and it was embodied in you 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 will once it's embodied you will find time because it's not that you find it but your prioritization will shift.
0: Well, you start to live it. I mean, I think about that with just witchcraft in general, you know, I feel like my witchery practice is a part of my day-to-day life. It is a filter through which I see the world, Mm -hmm. right? It's, It's the way that I communicate with the energies around me all the time. And so, you know, if you're working with plants, And, you know, maybe you're maybe you don't have time to sit down and do some giant study about, you know, the medicinal properties of this plant or this and you must decoct it in this way and you know, these types of things maybe you don't have that, but that doesn't mean that you are not, you know, a green witch that doesn't (laughs) mean that you're not connected to the plants and the energies they hold or the magic that's within them, because walking through your day and connecting with those energies is just as powerful. It's just different.
1: Yes, exactly. Like what would the, what would the plant priestess do right now? Mm -hmm. And if you think, well, I don't know, I've never seen a plant priestess. Well, let's embody the plant priestess. What is, you know, to bring, to bring that in. And um, with my quiz, I send people a free uh, like a guide sheet afterwards about their archetype. And there is an embodiment practice in there for each yes. archetype really quick, really simple, but powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just literally you need to go outside and have, have some hands, have some feet, whichever, you know, um, get your body somewhere outside and that's all you need to do. Gosh, there was something else you said that I really loved and I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> It'll come
0: back usually at 3 a.m.
1: Yes. Yeah. The 3 a.m. podcast. Right.
0: <laughs> you wake up and record it into your phone really quick and send it to me, and I'll try to splice it in somewhere. No, perfect. That will never happen because I edit nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it at the end if if it comes back. Yeah. Or, or not. I don't
1: know. The other thing about the archetypes too is that is so important is that, you know, for me, I think, well, there's not really a place in our modern day society for, for witches, priestesses and healers. And what I mean by that is it's not really integrated very well. People hide it. Oh my gosh, there's still people. I kind of hide it to not on purpose, but because I'm used to assimilating into a society mm-hmm. that has certain main holidays and whatnot. So when we start to even imagine well what is a priestess what do what do i know about priestesses sometimes even what we think we know about the archetypes has to shift a little bit because the society has told us um our families whatever society i'm using this vague words <laughs> but we've uh, have this preconceived notion of what they are when in fact they're a little bit bigger than that there's there's more there. And we also have to start to reimagine what they are in the modern society.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is something I talk about in my, in my priestess path year long journey is really that idea of what is a priestess, you know? And, and we start off with that framework of like, you know, pre- I, I do a little class before called Priestessing in the Modern World. What does that look like in today's world? And it's so much bigger and broader than maybe what we have this, so many of us have a narrow view of the word priestess and it evokes different things for different people, but it is much more expansive. And um, and I think really most of the archetypes are more expansive um, than we might think. I was yes, going to say something be- really profound and then I, it left.
1: <laughs> well, here, I'll pick it up. Because- Great, because the archetypal energies, no, the archetypal images and the stories and the myths around them have been pruned by people who don't want them to exist.
0: Because they're too powerful.
1: So, well, yeah, inner power. Not power, yeah, right. not power over, but power within. And having people with their own inner authority, own inner sovereignty is not usually helpful for systems that want to have power over people. Right.
0: Yes. Exactly yeah. what you just said.
1: See, I told you it was there. I just picked I it up for you. No, my God. That's why I love you.
0: <laughs> it's one of the many reasons, but, uh, but I appreciate that you just picked up that thread and really said the thing. Cause that that's, yeah.
1: Yeah. So what in playing, playing with them, re-envisioning them, redreaming them, not making something new, but it's always been there. And we have to like in the discovery of witches where she's pulling the little threads, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's how I feel that these archetypes and that's what I feel like is happening um, in what I'm trying to do with this upcoming webinar Um, and in liberating the priestess, healer and witch is that we need to liberate them. And some people might say, but it's lost. All that wisdom has been lost because it's been, you know, taken away in various ways but I, I think it's there. It's like the, the threads are still there and we get to weave them just like they did in the beginning of humankind where we, we put them together.
0: So what is this webinar of which you speak?
1: Oh, the webinar, uh, <laughs> learn herbal wisdom with the archetypes. It's a, it's a webinar for just, um, you know, under an hour. It's not, it's not meant to be very long and it's all about liberating the healer priestess and witch and so and embodying those two so that you can bring them into your herbal pathway and your your herbal journey and be more powerful and more um yeah embodied with your own herbal and plant connection
0: so will it be interactive is this like are there exercises people are doing
1: well, I will. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to give all the secrets away. Right, but don't give it all
0: away. I just care. You know, we were just but, talking about embodiment. So I was like,
1: hmm, what? Yes. But there's actually, um, as we have, it's November 16th and we're all already, um, starting to collect ourselves in the herbal hut Facebook group. Oh. And so before the webinar even starts, I'll have some things for people to start, thinking about and embodying and just you know getting the getting the cauldron bubbling so that we um are ready for the the webinar when it comes so you know i don't have to take the time to always explain all the archetypes like this this podcast will be great for people (laughs) so if
0: people want to sign up for this how do they do it do they just go like to your facebook group to your website like
1: yeah my website full circle herbals you can find it in there And my Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals, has it, uh, the header is, it says, here's how you sign up for the webinar. Um, So those would be two good places to go. Okay, Cool.
0: Cool.
1: And maybe in your show notes?
0: Oh, yeah. I'll put it in my show notes. Okay. I'll put it in. Is that what they're called? Is that what the description of a podcast is actually called, is the show notes?
1: Yes. That's what I've been, that's how I know them. (laughs) Well, I feel grateful that you
0: have informed me of this because I've been thinking show notes lived on some other page. And I was like, I'm not doing that. But apparently I've been doing show notes all along, friends. It's just called <laughs> descriptions. Both are true and fine. Right. Yes. Many names, many names, same thing. But yes, I will definitely put your contact info in there so that folks can find you and can sign up for this webinar. Because I mean, this this sounds so juicy and also really It's just so important for us to find our own power and to be able to sit in that and steep in it and bring it into the world and really invite other people to step into their power. I mean, so that it's not power over. It's the more we lift each other up, the more we all rise. And I feel like that is, that's something I say often, but I really truly mean it from, from this heart place. And it's like the more we can make platforms for people to discover what what power and magic lives inside of them, the more gifts they're going to be able to bring to the world, the more healing that occurs, you know, it's just, it's beautiful. It's freaking beautiful, man.
1: Yeah, it is beautiful. Connecting to yourself. Yes. It's beautiful. And other people and the earth, all of them. You need all all things.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. It's the trifecta. That is the trifecta. So, well, thank you for hanging out with me. As always, it's a super pleasure to see you and chat with you. That was great chat. Right? And we only did one tangent. So I'm feeling like, I feel like we just won.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was the archetypes. They're
0: strong. They kept me on track. Yes. And me as well. I was engaged. I only got distracted by a physical thing in my presence, this darn crystal. So, um, which apparently I need to put in my pocket. I think that's, I think that's the message I'm getting here. So I'm gonna do that right now.
1: In your shoe, it fell down. Oh, I know, but I think it would be uncomfortable
0: (laughs) slipping around in there, slip and slide. Yeah, anyway, again, I I digress. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, thank you, Erin. And everyone go check out Erin's information. Go join her webinar and uh, find out where you land in all of these amazing archetypes. That's what I got to say about that. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Be well, and everybody keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by? You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You could <laughs> just click the little stars, you know, and give us, like, some gold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> this must be some, there must be something good here. <laughs> I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And, uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door.